Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And unfortunately, this is one of those weeks where we have to kind of start out on a down note. Uh, ECW original, um, absolutely insane madman, New Jack, attempted murderer, um, New Jack has passed away at, I believe, 58. 58 of a heart attack. Um, so it's just, it it is a sad thing for his family, his friends. Um, when I, when I saw that he had passed, it's one of those like, he he finally got caught up, I guess, because you read, you read, or you see. Really, I mean, we're old enough; we saw a lot of it. Yeah. Um, just the insanity of what he did throughout the years. Um, the fact that he wasn't dead sooner is kind of a shock. Yeah, you know, you go back and you look at uh, the uh, dark side of the ring that yeah. came out last year on yeah. him. And the fact that he wasn't dead, the fact that he wasn't in jail, he just somehow managed to stay ahead of it. And then the lifestyle caught up to him. Um, I I 100% believe that the things he did in his youth caught up to him. Absolutely. To to cause this heart attack. Which, I mean, like you said, one of the, the ECW originals, you know, th- this guy was the definition of that era. Him, yeah. Sandman, Sabu, you know. Yeah, and they, man. So, yeah. It is It is a sad thing that uh, that he is gone, and we wish uh, our, our condolences yeah. to his family and friends. Absolutely. Um, more happy thoughts. Yeah. Um, this week we are drinking Jameson. Yeah, it's been uh, a little bit since we've had it, so. It's a uh, traditional Irish whiskey. And probably your first foray into Irish whiskey if you've just gone to the store and picked something up. Yeah, it's either going to be that or Bushmills and probably Jameson. Yeah. It tends to be in a lot more places. Uh, and it's it's a good, cheap whiskey Yeah, for what it is. It, it'll get you drunk. I mean, yeah, it'll get <laughs> you drunk. <laughs> Old Chappelle show reference there. Yes. Um, Sam Jackson beer. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean it's just your, it's your standard Irish whiskey. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's really and truly to me, it's the Irish whiskey that I kind of judge other Irish whiskeys on, mm-hmm. at least in that kind of price range. You know? Yeah, you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge like a two hundred dollar bottle of Irish whiskey against Jameson by any means. Well, but, you can't. Like but, you know, uh, you know your Bushmills, your proper twelves, uh, your uh, several other ones that are out there that names escape me. Yeah, uh, Tullamore, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, Jameson's kind of the the one that everybody goes for. Yeah, and honestly, they've got some excellent commercials with him diving in after the yes. barrel and walking ashore two weeks later after his, killing the funeral. kraken. <laughs> yep. Um, so so let's hop into the let's week of let's let's yeah. hop in. I think we've got a lot to say this week. Yeah, as far as uh, certain shows and yeah. Things that happen. So yeah, and we've got a pay per view coming up tonight. So we do talk about that too. 
So we're going to start off, of course, on Raw, where we kicked off with Charlotte, Nia, and Shayna Baszler versus Asuka, Dana Brooke, and Mandy Rose. We're Asuka and the good guys win. We have Jeff Hardy versus Jinder Mahal, where Jinder Mahal wins. We have the New Day and RK Bro versus AJ Styles, Omos, Elias, and Riker, where uh, the good guys win. Do they? Do they? Not really, but yes. <laughs> they win the match. They don't yeah. win the night. All right. uh, we had Sheamus versus Umberto Carrillo, which went to a uh, uh, kind of a new... A, 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 it went to a finish where Sheamus got declared winner because Umberto Carrillo got hurt, like legit hurt. Yeah. Um, we had Cedric versus Shelton, where uh, Shelton won. Then we had Oscar versus Rhea Ripley at the end, where Rhea Ripley won. John Morrison versus Damian Priest, where um, trying to dig through my notes here. Uh, Damian won. I Damian think. Priest won. Uh, then we had Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre, where Lashley won. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. Lashley won by DQ, I guess I should say. Yeah. Because we're building for backlash tonight, of course, where these two plus Braun are going to be in a triple threat. Yeah. All right, so we roll into NXT, and NXT was a big show this week. Starting off NXT, we had Karrion Cross versus Austin Theory. Uh, of course, uh, Cross defeated Theory by referee stoppage. Um, we got MSK versus Breezango. Uh, where MSK got the win. Of course they did. They're the champs. Uh, we got uh, Pete Dunn versus Leon Ruff. Uh, Dunn beat Ruff. Ruff was not supposed to be clear to wrestle. They did a whole segment beforehand. And Pete Dunn basically did an open challenge, and Ruff attacked him from behind. We get uh, the NXT Women's Championship match, Raquel Gonzalez versus Mercedes Martinez. Raquel uh, defeated Mercedes to retain. Um, Isaiah Swerve Scott debuted his new faction, um, Hit Row. So, yeah, that's a thing that happened. <laughs> it is. We we get Kyle O'Reilly versus uh, Oni Lorcan, where um, O'Reilly defeated Lorcan. Then... We get a two out of three falls NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, Kushida versus Santos Escobar. Uh, Kushida defeated Escobar two to one to retain the Cruiserweight Championship. That was a great match. Yes, it was. Um, and that was NXT this week. Uh, we move on to AEW, and that was a show. So, should we go on to SmackDown? Go through the show. That way they understand us when we talk about it. All right. <laughs> So we kicked off with John Moxley versus uh, Yugi Nagata, where for the IWGP uh, U.S. Championship, where Moxley retained. Uh, Cody Rhodes gave quite possibly the worst promo I've ever heard in the history of promos. Uh, we had the AEW Tag Team Championship match of SCU versus the Young Bucks, where the Young Bucks win. 
We had the world title eliminator match, which was Orange Cassidy versus Pac, and whoever won here was going to face Kenny at uh, double or nothing. It was another match where a uh, injury caused an issue. Uh, there was no contest in the match. But it resulted in there's going to be a triple threat. Mm-hmm. We had the pinnacle come out and be the pinnacle. Uh, and then inner circle did a thing. Ugh. We had Thunder Rosa versus Jasmine Allure, where, of course, Thunder Rosa won. Uh, then we had a TNT championship match of Darby Allen versus Miro, where we crowned a new TNT champion in Miro. Hmm. And that was AEW. All right. On SmackDown, we start off where Roman Reigns uh, tries to settle some family business. Uh, out of that segment, we end up with a um, Jimmy versus uh, Cesaro for the main show of the night. We get a women's tag title match, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Natalia and Tamina. And, of course, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeated Tam- Well, Wait. No. Tamina oh. and Natalia yes. defeated Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, and we have new women's champions with Tamina and Natalia. So, only took them four months too long to make that happen, but, hey, what can you say? Um... We get a Medal of Honor ceremony, a Nigerian Medal of Honor for uh, Commander Aziz. Um, So, yeah, that was a thing that happened. Um, We get Rey Mysterio versus Dolph Ziggler, where Rey defeated Ziggler. This, of course, is a build for um, Backlash. Bailey warns Bianca ahead of their Backlash match. And um, then we get Shinsuke Nakamura versus King Corbin, where Corbin defeated Nakamura. And then Nakamura Kinshasa's Corbin and puts his crown on his head. I'm wondering if we're going to get another King of the Ring tournament here soon. Because they they kind of built this one around the the King, uh, King of the Ring and the King of Strong Style. To me, it feels like we're going to build to a King of the Ring tournament, which I'm not opposed to. No. Uh, We get Cesaro versus Jimmy Uso as our last match of the show. Um, Cesaro defeated Jimmy Uso via disqualification, but the uh, Samoan dynasty couldn't get their act together, and Cesaro ends up standing tall over Jay. Um to, to end the show. Which, of course, means he's going to lose tonight on Backlash. <sighs> Probably. So. But, God, I hope not. Right. So, where do we want to start? Do we want to start on, okay. a, on, a, on a positive note, or do we want to start on, like, a negative note? Last week, we ended on the negative note that was AEW. So, let's get the right. negative out of the way. So, let's, let's get that out of the way. Um, Do we want to talk about Patriot Roads first? Then, uh, yeah, let's, terrible yeah. promo. Let's let, we'll we'll talk about the 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 American Dream, Cody so, Rhodes. So, I have a few problems here. The first problem that I'm going to bring up is just the fact that Cody is going is using the American Dream moniker on 
double or nothing. So it's going to be the American Dream Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Agogo. Who? Yeah. C- Cody could, and, and I think, uh, you know, Bleacher Report kind of put it very uh, pointed here. Um, a double or nothing, he'll battle Agogo, but not as the American Nightmare. Instead, he will embrace the moniker far bigger than he is, that of the American Dream. And Anthony Agogo doesn't deserve that. Cody doesn't deserve that. No. Okay, if Cody wants the American dream, if Cody wants the American dream, his dad's moniker, Mm -hmm. I'm all for him doing that. Yeah. Give me a storyline where you earn it. Give me a storyline where you earn dropping the American nightmare, which I was cool with you doing because that was a cool little twist off of your Mm -hmm. dad's thing. Give me a storyline to where you drop nightmare and earn the American you dream. Could, you could build a story with him and Dustin. Where Cody basically goes to Dustin and says, I think I'm going to start using American dream. And Dustin's like, nah. And Cody's like, you know, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to embrace this. I'm going to do this. And Dustin's like, you know, I love you little brother, no. but no. And then we can have a series of matches between Cody and Dustin. You know, not like heel and face or things like that, really, but we could have a series of matches between them where at the end of it, Dustin says, you know what? You've earned it. You've earned it. You deserve it. Just, uh, you, yeah, give me that story. This is not it. This promo wasn't it, where Cody goes on this weird political rambling about Republicans and Democrats, and apparently the UK is one of our greatest enemies at some point, and... 1776. He he talks about how the it's called the American dream, not the UK dream, and that's why Anthony Agogo left England to come over here and just it it this was was weirdly this was jingoism is what Brady said and I one hundred percent agree. It it was weird. This was trying to force something. They they should have kept the feud between him and um, um, what's his face the Nightmare Factory mm-hmm. stuff QT. going yeah QT yeah well, well Anthony Agogo is part of the Nightmare yeah, part of the yeah factory. No, no no we know who QT Marshall is we've never heard Anthony right. Agogo's name before in our lives right. even though this, he's this been on just, TV with this whole thing yeah this was just uh, terrible it, it is yeah. Um, um, in fact, AEW as a whole this week was another really bad week. I mean, the it John was, Moxley, it was all a letdown. The Moxley Nagata match was good. Um, I'm cool with Miro beating Darby for the belt. That was a yeah. really good match. Um, I hate the Young Bucks. Actually, let me rephrase that. I don't hate the Young Bucks. I hate Nick and Matt Jackson. And I don't mean this in oh they're heels. Boo! You should hate them. No, I just completely hate these two dudes. Completely. Okay, so beside the whole thing, they got to break up SCU. Why just break them up? Yeah. Uh, you so, know, if, if and I don't honestly know why. If it's Christopher Daniels at 51, 52 years old, wants to step back from said, wrestling. Look, man, I, I don't want to be um, in the ring anymore. Or, or if, even if he just wants to step back and he doesn't want to do it, but every couple of months, yeah. that's fine. I get it. Frankie Kazarian at 43, 44 mm-hmm. still has a lot of gas left in his tank. Yeah. He is a star. He should carry the AEW World Heavyweight Championship at one point. Yeah, I agree. For 
I, it doesn't have to be a long reign, but he deserves the title, yeah. in my opinion. When you try to steal the luster or or get the shine off of one of the most amazing moments in wrestling history, because I have a question for that you. was there. Let me finish this before you ask, and and I will answer. But when you show somebody and you're introducing them to wrestling, one of the matches that you want to show them is Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels in Rick's retirement match. Mm-hmm. And the ending of that match, the emotion told that still gets me to this day where Sean looks at Rick, Rick tells him to come on. And Sean says, I'm sorry. I love you. Mm-hmm. And then super kick. Yep. I'm sorry. Let me back that. And then sweet chin music. Yes. Let me, let me give it the proper right. respect. Give it the respect. That was, what, 10, 12 years ago? Yeah. Come to Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. We're in this throwaway match on Dynamite. And make no mistake about it, that's what this match was. It was a throwaway match uh, for one of their better-known tag teams. Mm -hmm. And you have Matt in the corner, Christopher Daniels down on the ground, bloodied. Yeah, he got busted uh, open. Like... Eddie cut himself too deep, kind of busted open. Uh, And Matt sarcastically says, I'm sorry, I love you, before throwing a super kick. Yeah. It was in very bad taste. It pissed me the hell off. And not in the, not in the, oh, I hate Young Bucks. I can't wait to see him getting beat. No, I almost said, turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. it, It, this wasn't it. Um, so the question I was going to ask, but before I get to that, I want to step back real quick. So my hatred of the young bucks now, so you've got that dark side of the ring just started, Mm -hmm. right? Um, the first episode was on Brian Pillman. I've got to watch that. It's really good. The young bucks changed their banner to Brian Pillman jr. Uh, and have basically, and there was a tweet, a comment made about how uh, Brian Pillman Sr. should be there if there weren't, if he didn't have so many problems. There have been some very negative things said here. Now, I'm sure Brian Pillman Jr. signed off on that, very similar to how Natty signed off on when Nineheart was being used. When, and then the glasses breaking yeah. and that kind of stuff. Which, you know, they can sign off. They can say, okay. I still believe it's in very poor taste. Oh, absolutely. But now here's my question. Considering a spot that happens later on in the night, too. After Blood and Guts two weeks ago now? Was it two weeks ago? Or what? No, it was Three last week. Ago? No. Was it? It was last week. Yeah. Okay, so anyway. So after Blood and Guts... WWE Brass apparently made a comment about how it set wrestling back 30 years. I, I disagree with that statement. I do, but, too. Okay. But do you think AEW is t- uh, kind of taking the piss with the fact that, okay, we have the I'm sorry, I love you 
from an older WWE angle. And then later on in the night when they have the pinnacle thing, they do a water hose truck. Or, I'm sorry, a, a bit of the bubbly truck. I think the I'm sorry, I love you mm-hmm. was a poor attempt at trying to generate heat. A misguided attempt at trying to mis, uh, to, to generate heat. Okay. Um, the a little bit of the bubbly truck, mm-hmm. I think, was a callback. And, I mean, let's face it, the beer bath is one of the most popular segments of the Attitude Era. Yes. And I think that they were just trying to throw an homage back to that. And, and you know, it was funny. It wasn't good, mm-hmm. but it was funny. And it... I. You know, I, I, just, I don't have the problem with that. I think it was very poorly done. I don't think that it was like I, um, that's just something that had come to mind. You know, it, it, you know, and it, I could see that being the AEW thing. Oh, they want to say that we're we're setting the industry back thirty years. Well, fine, we'll do stuff that was done thirty years ago, well, yeah. twenty years ago. But you know, you, you get the idea. Yeah, I like so. I'm so, worried. I am worried about AEW. I am too because, because this is now two weeks in a row that it's just been trash. They have the talent. Mm-hmm. They have the minds backstage. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me that they can't get a hold of Dutch Mantel if they want him to have him do? come in and help book their show. Oh. But they're they're floundering. Also, another thing about the uh the young bucks thing. You beat SCU. SEU has made the comment that if we lose, we're breaking up. They lost. There was no payoff on anything there. You didn't have a moment with Kaz and Daniels. No, you didn't yeah. have anything. And SEU is maybe the most known and popular tag team, with the exception of the Bucks. Yeah, coming into yeah. AEW. Uh, you could maybe make a an argument for Lucha Bros. Yep. But I think in America, more people know SCU mm-hmm. than any of the other tag teams that came in. Yeah, I would say so. And yeah, you're right. There's no there's no moment there. Right. None. There's no and after well, during the match, the way that they won was interference from the rest of the elite. Yeah. And where's Moxley? Yeah, where's anybody? Where Where is anybody coming out to defend this face team? Where are the other faces at? Where's Jungle Boy? Where's... Yeah. And I, I specifically said Moxley and, and Kingston. Well, him and Kingston, they have a match. Because they are feuding with them. Mm-hmm. So where are they at? Why is Don Callis, and I'm going to keep asking this question until we get an answer, why is Don Callis allowed in the arena? Yep. Why is he allowed at ringside? Why is he allowed on the microphone to, to sit down at the commentator's desk? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. I get that you're do- telling the story and you've got the belt collector with Kenny. Right. And I love that that whole concept is great but you have these individuals who are not signed to your company coming in and making physical contact with your wrestlers 
And in any industry, they would be arrested and thrown out and banned from the arena. Give me some realism so that I have something to hang my suspension of disbelief on. Exactly. Because right now I don't have anything. None. Yeah. I'm I'm very down on AEW right now. Like, very down on it. And and you go back and listen to us six months ago. Listen to us a year ago. We were absolutely in love with AEW. But they're missing something. Yeah, they really are. And I think that it is a cohesive booker. Yeah. Who they don't have it, that's for sure. Who is not caught up with trying to push themselves. Yeah. They need to hire a new executive vice president. Mm-hmm. Well, I and, would and that executive it needs to be the executive vice president of creative. Yeah. And it needs to not be a current wrestler on the roster. And they need to yes. Kenny wants to book the women's division, fine. Kenny works under him in booking the women's division, yeah. or her. Yeah. I'm not, you know, yeah. whoever it is. The Bucks want to book the tag team division, fine. The Bucks work under this person to book. And I'm not saying that the Young Bucks don't need to be the tag champs. Mm-hmm. I mean, But we need somebody who's controlling these stories and making sure that they have a place to where they're going to end and they're not gratuitous masturbation yeah. of the elite. And that's I, what we're getting right now. And I, that's why people are down on AEW. Because the thing is, I don't mind the Bucks being the champs. I don't mind Kenny being the champ. No. I think it's, in fact, honestly, I think it's six months to a year too late. Yeah. They should have been champs well before now. All of that said, it's almost like they've bought into their own bullshit. They absolutely have. Because, you know, go back a year. Go back a year and look at the the post on Reddit and, you know, Twitter and all that kind of stuff where it's talking about the fact that you have the Young Bucks and you have Kenny Omega. You have, you know, three of the best wrestlers in the world. And they're not the champs. You know, they should be the champs. They should be holding the straps. Hell, go back and listen to us a year ago. Yeah. We were saying very similar. It's almost like they took that and they've gone almost, it honestly feels like a, oh, the fans want this? Well, we're going to shove it in your face now, you know? And I don't care for it at all. Now, I don't Let me ask you this, and maybe I missed something. Where's Christian Cage? He, He hasn't been on the show in two weeks. Where is Christian Cage? Because Christian, when he debuted, and he very quickly walked out and faced Kenny Omega. Yeah, he was supposed so to go against Omega. It would be so, so easy to add him into this John Moxley thing. Mm-hmm. Is he injured? Fine, yeah. I get it. Dude's been out for seven years. Yeah. If he, you know, worked his body too hard. I've been listening to his appearance on uh, Talk is Jericho from a, a while back now. Mm-hmm. But... He worked hard to get back into ring shape, and he worked yeah. hard to get cleared. And look, he's forty-five. Yeah, bodies break down, and things happen. And he's in a very physical sport. If he sprained his ankle, if he did whatever, yeah, just let us know. Hey, dude, he's out for a while, so we can't bring him in. Mm-hmm. Don't bring in the biggest name that you have brought in, other than Sting. And then just have, and him, have him a couple of shows disappear. And yeah. And yeah. yes, I am telling you right now, Christian Cage is a bigger name than John Moxley. To to the majority of wrestling fans, I would agree. Yeah. Um 
like this whole show was disjointed. We had the we had the Pat uh, Pac Cassidy match, at which point uh, the ending. So apparently the, the 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 talking out there, the dirt sheets. It was always going to end in a no contest to where there was a triple threat. Mm-hmm. However, Pot gave Orange Cassidy a buckle bomb and then a liger bomb. We did the liger bomb, like watching it on TV, it did not land well and it knocked Orange Cassidy out. Yeah, um, there was concern that he was concussed. No, um, the, they said, of course, after the match and all, he was backstage, he got looked at, he was laughing and joking, and you know, he was okay. But during the match, when that hit, he was out. Yeah. Like, out. Um, and that's when Kenny then comes running down and hammers Pac they, in the back. And then the they, referee they threw an audible. a 10 count. And then Kenny, of course, in the heel fashion. Well, I guess I just don't have a match then on the big pay-per-view as the champion. Ha, ha. And then, of course, Tony Siobhan comes out and says, I just talked to Tony Khan, and he says it's going to be a triple threat. What? No, no, there's no triple No. You know. Yeah. It's the same formula that is always done every time. Yeah. It's I'm old. tired of triple threat matches for titles. I am too. And we've got two of them coming up tonight. Yeah. It's old. It's boring. Figure something else out. Should we move on from the depressing offering of AEW this week? Yeah, we may as well. We we spent um, thirty minutes being <laughs> being that guy. Um, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to SmackDown? Do you want to go to Raw? Do you want to go to NXT? Um, so on Raw, there wasn't a whole lot that I wanted to really talk about. Um, let's talk about the Umberto Carrillo thing. Yeah. Um, so they've been feuding uh, Umberto and Sheamus for a while now. Um, you may have forgotten because, like the rest of the world did, Sheamus is the current um, United States champion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shocking. Umberto did a uh, flip powerbomb off of the side of the ring to the floor, and Sheamus landed on his leg. Mm-hmm. Last I heard, Umberto's okay, but at that time he could not wrestle yeah. anymore. That um, he yeah. could go, he's he's been cleared, he's good to go. But the shock probably numbed his leg. He probably, you know. So glad that Umberto's okay, mm-hmm. but they did have to have a wacky finish to that match because he he was. He was done. He couldn't do it anymore. And I'm glad to see that we're stopping matches when there's a potential injury. Yeah. I, I don't want to go back to, what was it, 96, um, when Stone Cold got dropped on his neck and broke, you know, hurt his neck. And then did a extremely awful roll-up because he was essentially still a quadriplegic. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see that. No. End it. Just just end it and get them the medical assistance that they need at the time. And I think that's going to make for longer careers for these guys. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. And the other thing is, like, I would argue we know wrestling's fake. 
Yes. Everybody knows wrestling's fake. It's it's no longer... It's no longer this kayfabe, keep the curtain closed. Yeah. We also know, when I say fake, I don't mean that they're not actually taking hits and punishment. We know it's scripted. We know there's, you know, a, a thing that's going on. We know that it is a show. We know it's a show. In this day and age, we don't need that finished wrestling with a broken neck, finished wrestling with blown quads. You know, that's all well and good, I guess, as the, you know, dedication, hurrah. I mean, yeah, okay, but, yeah, great. You're a tough but guy. think about this. Stone Cold only wrestled for like seven years. Yeah. One of the greatest wrestlers of our time. Yeah, Stone Cold, his total, his total career, because I think he began wrestling in, like, 1990. Yeah. His total career was 12 years. Yeah. He was on top for, like, four. Yeah. Had he not broken his neck, or had they stopped that match as soon as he did, put him in a neck brace and carried him out, there's every chance that he could have wrestled for another six to eight years. Easily. So, seeing this, seeing, you know, them, okay, dude's hurt, whether it's a super bad injury, you know, like a like a Triple H muscle torn completely off the bone type thing, or just a, a badly sprained ankle or knee or whatnot, yeah. you know, the mentality now of we need to protect these guys, I like it. I'm for I, it. Yeah, it I, also, I to me, also... It kind of adds a little more air of realism. It does, you know. Because I mean, in fo- think about football. Somebody gets their bell rung in football. They stop it. Their trainers come running out on the field. You know, they pick them up. They help them off the field. They put them in a cart. They take them to the back. You know, whatever. If it's bad enough, if it's not, they kind of stand there on the sidelines for a few plays, and there yeah. you go. But it adds that real. It, it's it's this is a real sport. Somebody I mean, got hurt. Let's okay. Let's let's take it out of football and let's bring it to contact sports. Let's bring it to fighting. Yeah. What happens when somebody gets their bell rung in fighting? They, they the ref is there the immediately to stop the match. Yeah. What happens if somebody gets a cut over their eye? They they they, halt they it stop and the match. It. They take care of it, and if they can't, they stop the fight. Yeah. This is real. This is not. Oh, we got to tough through this because we got to be the toughest guys in the room wherever right. we go. No. We don't need, this is not 1978. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, seeing this kind of stuff, it, it it's kind of cool. Yeah. You know? um, the only other thing that I really want to talk about on Raw was the women's tag match. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even the women's tag match that I want to talk about. About halfway through this six-man, six-woman massacre, um, Alexa Bliss shows up on stage. She's in the swing, and Lily is in a swing beside her. And... She starts talking about how, uh, you know, it's basically it's cute that everybody's out here wrestling and everything. and She's just out here to keep her eyes on, on someone. And then at the end of the match, you see Shayna Baszler act like she's going, like she's going to do something. And her whole leg is not working. It's stuck. And then Oscar hits a shining wizard and gets the pin. Can we stop? Can, can we stop with the whole? Uh, and I know this sounds bad, considering just six months ago we were all for 
like the fiend and and what was going on there. They have ruined this story so bad. Can we quit? Vince McMahon does not understand our appreciation and obsession with Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Just he thought that we appreciated Alexa in this mode that she's in and this character that she has mm-hmm. for Alexa. And we do. But it is in conjunction with Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Alexa on her own in this character and this Lily made me do it mm-hmm. doesn't work. I, d- I don't like it. The only reason that it worked with Randy was one, it was Randy Orton. Yeah. And two, we all knew it was leading back to Bray. Yeah, which it didn't. And last minute, they changed it and called an audible. And now, we have no idea what this character is. Yeah, it's, it's awful. It is bad. And that is not Alexa Bliss's fault. No. That is the writing for it. That is the creation, uh, uh, creative for it. Mm-hmm. It's awful. And it is just bad. Yep. If Alexa Bliss is not going to be with Bray Wyatt, then give me Alexa Bliss. Don't give me this demonic Alexa that we have. Right. That only works if she's with Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <sighs> All right. So and Bray's not even on TV anymore. Bray's not even on TV. So they bring him back, and he's gone. So I guess let's hit SmackDown. And then yeah, we'll, let's we'll, hit SmackDown. We'll wrap up with NXT and then a, yeah. a breakdown of Backlash. Um, so, yeah, we Tamina and, and Natalia defeated Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. And like I said in our review, it's only four months too late. Yeah. And this is uh, this is Tamina's first title of any sort in WWE, I believe. Um, because I don't think she was ever the women's champion. I could be wrong. According, but I don't according, think she was. according to Bleacher Report, and that's why I was looking. Um, Tamina's been with the company for a decade, has been in and around title programs before, but never held a championship. Um, and and now she and you could legitimately see. The emotion, the emotion yeah. coming through on Tamina, I she's not the best wrestler they have, um, but she's put in the work and she deserves to be recognized for that. The other part of it is though, I think they, I don't think they book her right. No, they definitely don't. I mean, yeah, she's not the best wrestler, but she is a, she's a bigger woman that they should be booking to do the big woman spots and she's, she is way safer than Nia. That's so. that's the thing is she's better than Nia. Mm-hmm. And she could have been booked the same way that they're booking Nia and been super successful. Could could I, I would have liked to have seen a I guess a a Hoss et fight. <laughs> they gave us some of that, but they don't book Tamina to be yeah. as strong as Nia when she's arguably in better shape than Nia. Yeah. And could go mm-hmm. a lot better than Nia. So, um, and you know, Tamina being the the daughter of Superfly, yeah. You know why? Why she hasn't 
gone further. I, I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it is because she's had several kids. Um, and, and so they can't rely on her to, yeah. to be around. I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I don't either. Um, are we boring you? It feels like it, right? <laughs> Wrestling was boring this week, like all the way around. Um, so, um, what about Rome? What about well, the Roman? Let's like talk about Roman and, and all of that. Jimmy mm-hmm. is doing what we want him to do. Yes. For the most part. Yeah. I kind of want to see Jimmy cost Roman the title. That would be amazing. See, like unintentionally, because you know he 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 still loves Roman. He's we're still family, Oos. But I want to see Jimmy cost Roman the title by interfering with Jay trying to interfere in the match. I don't want to see Jimmy accidentally cost him the title. I want to see Jimmy cost him the title. Like I want Roman to you know be in in a bad way. And Jay gets on the ring apron to, uh, to get involved so that, you know, Roman can win as a sniveling coward. Um, and then Jimmy pulls Jay off the ropes. And it's like, nah, man, he's the head of the table. He got to do it himself if he wants our respect, mm-hmm. you know. And Roman's like, what are you doing, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it causes like a, it causes a two count, you know. Maybe Cesaro gets a roll up. Yeah. Gets a two count. Because, I mean, Roman's good. He can kick out of the most devastating move in wrestling. Um, and then Jimmy and Jay kind of get into it a little bit. But they don't come to blows, right? They don't They don't fight. Um, a little bit later in the match, Roman's got Cesaro down. But Roman wants Jimmy to interfere. Roman wants Jimmy to do something. And Jimmy says, nah, he ain't doing it. And Roman puts his hands on Jimmy somehow. And while the rest backs turn, Jimmy gives him a super kick. Just turns his lights off. Mm-hmm. And then Cesaro hits the neutralizer. One, two, three. Cesaro's your new universal champion. Yay, he deserves it. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. Yay, he would deserve it. Um, And then SmackDown then is the Roman and Jay are in the ring. And Roman demands Jimmy come out. Jimmy comes out on the, the top of the ramps like, what? You're not the champion. You ain't the head of nothing anymore. Yeah. And Roman goes to say something, and then Jimmy super kicks Roman. Or Jay super kicks Roman, I mean. Yeah. And Jay rolls out of the ring, grabs a microphone. You know, I put up with this for so long, for so many months. You know, I'm tired of it. You ain't better than us. You know. Yeah. And then we can tell that story. Keep them away from the title for a little bit. Yeah. Let yeah. Cesaro he doesn't have need the title. Run. Let Cesaro have his run. Let Cesaro lose to a heel. Then, because I, I believe at this point, Roman has, has been doing very good heel work. Roman is getting a very good reception as a heel. Yeah. We can have Cesaro lose to a different heel mm-hmm. when he loses the belt. Then we can start uh, the Roman Reigns face turn. And by SummerSlam, maybe too early. SummerSlam's going to be too early. But maybe um, by uh, Hell in a Cell, Survivor Series, 
Survivor Series, I think, would be a good one, possibly. That's when you can have Roman Reigns pull his full face turn. Mm -hmm. Maybe Cesaro loses the belt to Seth. That could work. Seth is a heel currently. So Cesaro loses to Seth. Then we can start building Seth versus Roman. Mm -hmm. You know, Seth goes to Roman and says, you know, somebody has to take care of things around here. You can't. (laughs) And we start moving that way. Roman starts moving into a face because here's Seth challenging him. Then at Survivor Series, we see Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Yeah. You know, on the opposite sides of uh, the the uh, side, the opposite sides of where they were the last time they fought. Yeah. Could no, be cool. Could be. Go, now, now that I've said all that, wasted, ain't gonna happen. wasted 10 minutes. Roman's going to win. Yes. Backlash. He's going to beat Cesaro, and he's going to beat Cesaro by way of Jimmy and Jay interfering mm-hmm. once again because Roman cannot get the job done. That seems to be the way it is. Um, all right, let's move over to NXT. Okay. Uh, Hit Row. Who? Okay, so part of me is cool with this. Part of me is not. All right? I like I like factions. Yes. As long as they're in that, you know, three to five people range. There's four people in this one, cool. I like the fact that they have three guys and a girl in the faction. I, I get kind of tired of seeing all male factions. You don't have a female in your in your group. You don't have a representation in an entire division. Yeah. Your faction has no representation to it. Uh, it's almost like WWE thinks that uh, and you know that that men's wrestling and women's wrestling exist in two separate universes, don't they? Except they, you know, from time to time they'll like bump against each other, and nah, and that's it. Giggity. Um. So I like the fact that there's a a female wrestler in Hit Row. Yeah. I kind of like the concept. You know, they're a group of rappers. It can be you can consider that generic. You can consider that oh they're only that because they're black. Whatever, I, I kind of like it. I kind of like the graphics that's going with it. I like the I like the theme of it all. That said, this screams late nineties, early two thousands rap. It, it does, you know. It does. The the uh, Adonis coming out in the the red overalls with the black pockets and things. That is some straight up uh, crisscross. Uh, <laughs> You know, yeah, it, it was like uh, AJ coming out in the Fisher hat. <laughs> you know, this was this fell out of Friday is what happened here. That's exactly uh, what happened. Like, thank you for saying that because that yeah. is exactly what happened. This fell out of Friday, uh, <laughs> or don't be a menace, or any of those mid nineties, early two thousand. You know what I'm afraid it fell out of urban culture movies. You know what I'm afraid it fell out of? Don't be a menace to South Central by drinking your juice in the hood. Right. That's what I'm afraid it fell yeah. out of. So, you know, I, I kind of liked this. I liked the, the the introduction that they gave to him. I'm not sold on some of the names. I think Top Dollar is a dumb name. Yeah. Um, especially when he tried to pull that off because no matter where he goes, he gets paid Top Dollar. Bro, who are you? <laughs> I've never seen you. Yeah. Well, let me rephrase that. I I've have seen, seen you. seen him once. Do you know where I've seen you? 
I've seen you on the WWE show on AE on, on A and E where you're going around the country trying to buy up old uh, uh, memorabilia from people. Is that who that was? That is who that is. That is what? AJ. Yes. Oh my god. So Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think I broke I, Michael. Uh, <laughs> what? Yep. Ouch. All right. Uh so mm. yeah. The the girl that's in the group, I forgot I be fab because she always be fabulous is what she said. Um, she looked like a knockoff Jade Cargill. She looked like a knock. She looked like Jade Cargill and Caden Carter had a weird love child. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what bothers me is we, we've not seen any of these people introduced. Yeah. And well, then no, they all come introduced in. now. Well, they, they come out now and they got all this time to talk way too long. Yep. No, no, nobody else other than Swerve should have talked. Yeah. And then you introduce us to well, Top Dollar. You introduce us to, see, uh, you know, everybody here, here's else. how they should have done this. Here, here's how I would have liked to have seen it done. Here, here's Jason booking again. <laughs> WWE, hire me. Um, Welcome back to Jason's booking. Right. So, last week they all come out together and they beat up uh, Leon, Right. By the way, I'm totally naming this episode Jason's, Jason's booking. booking. That's fine. <laughs> and they leave. Ne- this week, I want to see Swerve come out with them. And one of them has a match. And then after the match, they, of course, win. And Swerve gets in the ring, introduces them, let them cut their promo. Yeah. We can have... Uh, Adonis do his first because we've actually seen him on TV a few times. And Swerve just says, you know, hey, this is the Adonis. Uh, was it Shante? What's his name? Something like that. It's like yeah. a Shanti the Adonis or something like that. Um, you know, he's joined Hit Row. And then he cuts his promo. Then the next week, we have Top Dollar has a match. He wins. Swerve comes out introduces him, he cuts his promo. Then the next week, we have B-Fab comes out. She has a match. She wins. Swerve introduces her. She does her promo. Then we have the group promo. Introduces to each of these members one at a time so that they so that they all get some shine. They all get a match so we can see what they can and do. Let us, let us see what they promo. can do because the only introduction we had to in, most of these was Adonis had some of his own stuff beforehand. And we saw Top Dalla, yeah, Power Slam, uh, uh, Leon Ruff, yep, last week, yep. <sighs> Moving on, mm-hmm. moving on, because I, 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 I'm, yeah. NXT Women's Championship. We got Raquel versus Mercedes. Um, God, this match was awful. I feel so they bad, They both too. looked so green. This match and, and literally looked like I was trying to teach you how to wrestle. No. Or you were trying to teach me how to wrestle. And going to shout out Caitlin. She absolutely loved this match. Okay. Because it's two badass women yeah. going at it and, and fighting. And for that, that, I like that. Yeah. But from a technical standpoint, this ain't it. It was so bad. 
if Raquel is that green, mm-hmm. take the belt off Get of the her, belt off of her. And, yeah. and put it on uh, Dakota or, you know. Yeah, put it on somebody. Let's, you know, I, I feel like maybe this is going to push us to a, a possible Raquel-Dakota feud which Dakota gets the belt, and then we get a return from uh, Tegan. Tegan, which I'm all for because yes. I think that that would be a great feud. Oh, I do too. Um, the like, but this everybody makes mis- mistakes. Yeah. See also, you know, Pac and the power bomb on Cassidy, Umberto Carrillo, Umberto Carrillo and Sheamus. Mistakes happen. Sometimes people get hurt. Sometimes they just look really bad. Yeah. This match had several, not where they were going to get hurt, just several spots where it looked awful. Yeah. It literally looked like one of them was going, okay, put your hand on my shoulder. One, two, three. Okay, I'm going to reach across and grab one, two, three. Okay, now are we set? Yeah. This looked like the match that you would have that morning. As you're laying it out. Spots. All right, so we're going to do this. I'm going to come down and try to grab, you know, do a double leg takedown. You came back up, you know. Do you think that that's it? Do you think that instead of planning this match out, that they tried to call the match on the fly? I sincerely hope not. But also, I do. I hope so, because that would explain why it was so bad. I hope not, because Raquel is not good enough to do that. Yeah, no, like, I'd like to see more matches called on the fly and be less scripted. Uh, that being said, you have to be of a certain talent level to be able to do that. No, I'm not saying that Raquel could never get there. She no, absolutely could. No. Um She's not there yet. Yeah. So, um, anything else? Well, um, let's talk about the um, two out of three falls. Okay. That was really good. It was so good. Logato del Fantasma tried to get involved. Yeah. And MSK came out of nowhere. Yes. To stop them, and of course, all four of those guys got sent to the back. Which, thank you, referee. Yeah, there wasn't any, oh, no, don't do that. No, don't you do that. No, it was, y'all are gone. I am of the mind, and I think we've talked about this before. Does wrestling not exist in the universe that wrestling exists? It does not, because... They can't go back and view tapes. They can't. Right. Like, and, and WWE, AEW, TNA, everybody is guilty of this. Perfect example recently. Well, here, also, you know, with the Elite, all that kind of stuff. With Roman. Consistently, these people are coming down to the ring and they're having people get involved that come down to the ring with them. Yet, the referees never say anything about it. I want to see a referee one day, like... Roman's music plays. Roman and Jay and Paul come out, you know. Uh, Roman gets in the ring, and the referee puts his hand on Jay Uso's chest and says, go to the back. Send Paul back with him, too. Send Paul back, too. You're out of here. And then, what? We hadn't done anything. 
this week. Go to the back. And then when they refuse, then have I want I want to see I want to see the ref, you know, do that and then say no no we're not going to go and the ref and just the ref plays he just play it and it's a clip of every single interference. Yeah. Well, even if you and don't then do that. the ref is just like the ref and the ref start, just points and they just kind of like drop their heads and walk up the have ramp. the ref just start counting one, two and they're like what's going on here you know what, what what's happening and then when the ref gets to ten, bell rings. By referee's decision, for lack of listening, you know, basically for contempt or whatever you want to call it, uh, the referee has awarded the match to, yeah, Cesaro to whoever. Um, of course, then they then the the heels get all pissed. They have to, they go to the back and they start bitching at whoever the authority figure is. And the authority figure goes, "Well, the referee's word is final. You will have another match next week, and if you get disqualified in that, you're losing your title." You know, yeah. There you go. Sami Zayn would be the perfect person yes. to debut that on. He would because, because he's got the old conspiracy gimmick. You know, and and I'm not saying that this needs to be done every time, but I'm I'm saying that let's have some consistency in our world building. Yeah. Um. All of that said, I I did love the fact MSK comes out, they attack him, and when the ref threw them all four out, Legato <laughs> is like jumping up and out screaming about it, and MSK are just like. Eh. <laughs> We we accomplished ah. what we wanted to do, ha ha, and they leave. Yeah, it was it was such a great match. It really was. It was it really such was. a great match, and I think um, if I remember correctly, uh, Santos Escobar got the, got the, the first fall, and then um, then Kushida was able to get two, two in, in a row. row. And but I really like, I, and this is another thing that I really like. Kushida locks in the hoverboard lock on Santos. And Santos immediately taps. Mm-hmm. Like, he let it go for just a few seconds and then tapped out so that he could get out of it so there wasn't any damage done. I love when they do little things like yeah. that, you know, as a, okay, they're thinking. Look, okay, this is not a, hey, I need to fight through this. This yeah. is, I need to take this L so I can come back and I've get the got W here loss. in a minute. Yeah, I've already got one win. This just ties us up. I can take the L real quick and then come back. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, just an amazing match yeah, it was to really watch. Good. Really um, good. Um, with that said, I want to hit backlash real quick. Just yeah. Do you have it pulled up? I do. Okay. So these are some of the matches so far that have been announced. We have the WWE championship match of your champion, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. Lashley's retaining. Lashley's retaining. I agree. We have a universal championship match of Roman Reigns, your champion, versus Cesaro. There's no way this belt's coming off of Roman. Uh, yeah. As much as I, I would, it needs to, as much as I want to see Sheamus get this win, mm-hmm. you're right. It is not coming off of Roman on this pay-per-view. Um, and I agree. The SmackDown Women's match, uh, Bianca Belair, your champion, versus Bayley. Bianca's got to retain here, right? I'm thinking Bianca retains. Um, this sets a feud up with uh, a continuing feud with Bayley. Yeah, because it's got to be. I, I don't think that this feud's over with. I don't think it's ready to take the title off of Bianca. Mm-hmm. But then again, they haven't really done much with her as champion, and I could see them putting it back on Bayley. Because Bailey is very good at being champion and yep. drawing eyes. The Raw women's match. Brea Ripley versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. Charlotte's winning this, right? 
They're putting the belt back on her. God, I hope not. I hope not, but I really hope that Ray Ripley holds on to the belt here. But I feel like it's going back on Charlotte. Yeah. We have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode as your champs versus Dominic and Ray. Dominic and Ray here win here. I think so. I, I think that they finally is like, oh, yeah, we should have put the title on them years ago. I mean, they've and been talking up the whole, it would be the first time that we'd ever have a, a, a father-son tag team champion, you know, on and on and on and on and on. Even though Dominic is not Ray's son. Uh, I'm your puppy. So, um, and then the last match that's that I've seen announced is Damian Priest versus The Miz in a Lumberjack match. And this has got to go to Damian Priest. Damian Priest has got to win here, right? Um, this whole thing has been I feel building like, Priest up. I feel like this match, Priest has to win, and honestly, I feel like it's going to be he wins due to John Morrison. Yeah. Because it was on Raw, wasn't it, where the the stipulation for Priest and Miz was the uh, the winner got to decide the stipulation. Yeah. And... Uh, Morrison ended, or no, it was Morrison versus Priest. The winner got to decide the stipulation, and Morrison lost. And Miz beat up Priest, and then beat up Morrison. Yeah. Uh, so, it, yeah, it, it is. Um, Priest needs to win this, and then he needs to go feud with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm tired of seeing Damian Priest and Miz and Morrison. Um, I would be okay with Priest winning this off of botched interference from John Morrison causing Morrison and Miz to feud yeah. because I do not need to see them in a faction anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm over. It's yeah. over and done with, and Morrison needs to get away from Miz so that he can become more serious yes. and move into the title picture because Agreed. Morrison should be at the top of the card. And a report came out this week that WWE is looking for fresh faces on Raw for the top of the card picture because they've got AJ Styles locked in the tag team yeah. and Randy Orton locked in a tag team. Yeah. John Morrison, could you could plug him into the top of the picture. You need four weeks. Yeah. Four weeks to have him feud with The Miz and stop being so silly dumb. Yeah. And then... He steps up. He beats Bobby mm-hmm. in a shock victory. Yeah. And then he's feuding at the top of the card with those guys. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, Make it work. Yeah. So, with all that said, we would like to thank McNarb Gaming for once again allowing us to use their space to record this lovely podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, come by. Get yourself a board game, get yourself some D&D books, some dice, some paints, magic cards, Pokemon cards, you name it. If it's hobby, uh, nerd culture related, they got it. Yep. Uh, Swing in, grab that, and then... While you're here, head on over to Big Dog Liquor, the place where we get all of our liquor for the show, and let them know that we sent you. They've got a little bit of everything there for you. If you're into drinking wine, they've got wine. You want whiskey? You hear, you hear what we get, 
He's got whiskey for us, uh, for you. Uh, any type of spirit or liquor that you want, he can. He either has it or he can get a hold of it for you. So go hit him up. Tell him we sent you. And um, next week, we'll have more wrestling. Yeah. We'll go over what happens at Backlash. and I'm sorry, WrestleMania Backlash, and that's it. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. on that um, on that note, cheers. Cheers.